0: They expect a certain level of digitalization, for example, and I, I have I have in- interviewed people on, on construction sites, engineers, for example, who are of the younger generation, and they are using BIM, for example, on the site, doing measurements. If the, if the company doesn't provide any tools, they will use their own mobile phones for that. So they are definitely, they are finding a way to, to, to digitalize anyway.
1: Hello innovators, I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap Podcast presented by Applied Software. You're invited to join our MEP and construction innovation adventure with a mission to propel this great industry forward. My guest today is Arnie Haskening. He is a senior management consultant and business software developer who helps technology trailblazers succeed. He's a published author, blogger, and host of the AEC Business Podcast, which I had the honor to be a guest on a couple months back. <laughs> welcome to the show, Arnie.
0: Yeah, thanks, Todd. It's great to be a guest yeah. <laughs> once in a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the different experience, I know. <laughs> uh, so how'd you get into the construction industry to begin with?
0: Uh, well, I'm an architect, so I originally I was not sure that I would become an architect. I was interested in technology in general, spe- specifically electronics at the time. We didn't have computers when I started studying, <laughs> so uh, it was more like electronics. But but, uh, but architecture has always been, uh, let's say, interesting uh, and and construction in general. I have family background in, in construction like many others who are in the industry.
1: Yeah. What are some of the biggest changes that you've seen to AC over the
0: years? Well, when I started, um, um, I ha- I, I di- we didn't have any con- anything, anything digital, any computers and, and things like that. So that was the biggest change that started in the 1980s, mid 1980s, and it has been going on. And now, what is the maybe the the biggest change recently is that we are actually seeing digitalization on on the construction site. So it's 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 maybe the last. Have, has been the last bastion, so to speak, uh, not to be d- fully digitalized. But uh, I'm seeing that change uh, right now. And also, one thing that is really interesting is the, the interest of investors in construction technology, as mm-hmm. we've seen that the interest in, in investing in construction tech startups has skyrocketed.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so much money <laughs> coming into the, the contact startup space. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, what do you think are some maybe misconceptions of
0: the construction industry currently? Um, uh, you mean in the industry or, or from, from the out looking, from the outside. Both. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, something that we see often and every presentation start with the, start with the, uh, the, uh, notion that the industry hasn't been Evolving at all, or it's it's really backward in in terms of technology. But I I don't see that. I think that there is a tremendous amount of technology already. And and for example, one engineering company was was on our one of our panels recently, and they said that they had seven hundred pieces of software in the company. <laughs> Different. Wow. So so it means that definitely there is <laughs> a lot of digital uh digitalization going on so so that's maybe that may be one one of the things and also that typically construction in the news is seen as when something fails and uh, i think that that's because maybe we are not so great in communicating uh, outside what we're doing and how we're doing and, and and that's one of the problems that i i would love to see more positive communication coming from the industry
1: yeah I agree. That's a, a soapbox issue for me. I think we, we touched on that when I was on your show, but I, I think it's a big problem that this misconception of the industry, and it, there's several reasons for it, but I think one of the threads is in the industry, we do a bad job of talking to those outside the industry and saying what's actually going on, and we leave the narrative To somebody else that doesn't know what's happening in construction to say what's happening in construction
0: that's right yeah so that's what i'm trying to do every day trying to uh, communicate and and encourage people to communicate
1: yeah any uh suggestions on how to do that better for people
0: well just uh start talking uh it seems that everybody's so busy working that they seldom have time to do anything except just some typical press releases or something like something like uh, run-of-the-mill communication but be more open perhaps and uh, come forward i would say that uh, be be brave to tell about tell your story
1: yeah i love it keep it simple start talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've had some recent hands-on experience with spot the robot so i want to kind of dive into robotics in construction can you speak to what that experience was like and kind of what's the potential you see moving forward
0: yeah that's uh I, sport is really really like i would say a sexy thing uh to have on the construction side. as an anecdote i can tell you that i have seen sport in action twice on a, on a construction site and i have i took some video from that those encounters and actually uh, went to TikTok which on which I have never been yeah. previously yeah. and posted one clip of spot on the construction site and on the first day I got over 500 views on that video wow <laughs> never having been on TikTok um, previously so so it's uh, definitely something that interests people robots are interesting and um, it was really fascinating to see how um, a robot can move around on a on a site not colliding not and, and not colliding on on anything and actually dodging people and and so on so it was very interesting to see how and and I I was I was really uh, convinced that this is something that we will see in the future on construction sites more more and more often yeah what's the the real
1: potential of bringing in robotics from your vantage point?
0: Well, I see that, well, there are three th- specific areas where I, I see uh, robots. Of course, we already have robots in, in uh, factories, on, on manufacturing, in, in manufacturing environments. They have been there since the 1960s in, in auto industry and more and more often in the construction industry so i see that that's one area where they are naturally like in any other but uh, more often i will i i I expect to see them on construction sites and um, doing uh, either data collection data gathering or doing actual physical work on the site so Spot is an example of a, a robot that's collecting data. It's um, it's scanning three D, doing three D scanning, uh, three hundred and sixty degree videos, and so on. So it's providing information about the uh, the the face of the construction, what's uh, what what what's happening, and also uh, creating digital twins of the site. So that's that's one thing and also of course drones we can consider them as well as, as robots they also uh, used used for a data gathering so that's one really big area for robots and uh, the other one of course is when they actually doing some work and uh, they can do installation we have seen masonry robots insulation sp- uh, spraying robots painting plastering drilling rebar tying earth moving welding uh th- those are those kind of things already and of course 3d printing is actually robotics uh, and it's a it's a really growing area sure. on the other hand we have robots that can do uh do some uh, supporting f- f- function uh, functions they can clean up the site they can do layout automation in other words mark uh from the bim model marks do some markings on the on the site uh and they can elevate things they can help in logistics and so on so there are many use cases already but of course most of the things that are happening on the sites are related to um drones i, I would say but but i would say that in in 5 years it's very typical to see a robot roaming around the site.
1: Create a common data environment for your team with 360 Sync. 360 Sync automatically transfers, organize, and archives project files across applications. It is the only way to automatically sync project files between your server, Procore, BIM 360, Bluebeam, or any other platform you use. 360 Sync is the only document management system designed by and for the AEC industry. Users have automatically transferred over 1 million files and over 2 million syncs. Set it and forget it. Create a common data environment for your team today using 360 Sync. Visit com slash 360 Sync for more information. Yeah. It- As you were talking to me, it made me think of, uh, so uh, this kind of theme has popped up in a lot of my recent conversations of how do you kind of bridge the divide between the the digital world that is existing in construction and the physical world that obviously has to exist in construction as well, too. You have to physically build the building. And uh, those two worlds kind of struggle talking and passing data back and forth just because of the inherent it's two different worlds (laughs) uh and so i I think robotics can help kind of bridge that divide between physical and digital definitely
0: yeah definitely and um, the the way that's happening right now already is that we have a bim model and we have a, a scan 3d scan of the site we can compare either by by a human or by an artificial intelligence application, compare those two things and see if there are any deviations and also see how uh, the the work is proceeding on the side. So Mm. yeah, that's definitely and and AI naturally is a huge part of robotics in the future and it's developing uh, very fast. And it's one of the other things, I think, that will change the industry uh, tremendously, that artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: so you, you mentioned that in five years, robotics will be pretty prevalent on a construction site. Do you think that that's kind of reaching the the critical mass that even the, the smaller contractors and, and firms will be leveraging robotics too? Or will it still be... Uh, the 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 bigger firms
0: well it naturally it's a question of cost and value so if you if you have but but i would say that okay nowadays a robot if if it's doing anything useful it will cost tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands uh, of dollars Uh, but I'm, i'm sure that with as with any technology the prices will go down and we we already have at homes we have robots so uh, so it's uh, in our homes we have uh, robots that do things so I'm sure that once the the demand is there the supply will also follow and um, and the prices will go down but I think that it's it's a question of 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 the use cases so to speak so w- what are the most um, Important use cases and whether even a smaller company can find value in, in robotics and there are certainly some areas uh, where, where that can happen, but I would imagine that mainly it will be on the on the larger sites uh, mm-hmm. in, in let's say in five years m- maybe in ten years even in on, on smaller sites yeah
1: interesting uh, so you mentioned that having all the robotics and the technology in our personal lives that uh, will uh, bleed over into construction, that mindset. Uh, do you think that as the, the younger generations start coming in more in, in force into construction, that that mindset of, well, I can do this in my, my personal life, why can't I bring technology into the, the job site? Do you think that becomes more prevalent and more dominant to make the adoption of robotics and different tech more prevalent?
0: Yeah, I, and it has already already happened when whenever you, anybody comes to a site and they expect a certain level of digitalization, for example. And I, I have I have in, interviewed people on, on construction sites, engineers, for example, who are of the younger generation and they are using BIM, for example, on the site, doing measurements and they are recording things uh with their if the if the company doesn't provide any tools, they will use their own mobile phones for that so they are definitely they are finding a good way to 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 digitalize anyway so i think the companies should follow uh what they're doing and actually ask for their opinions about <laughs> how to do things better
1: yeah yeah i agree uh how does robotics help to bridge the gap in the labor shortage that exists in the industry
0: yeah that's a good question i <laughs> um i would say that Labor shortage, for, first of all, is partly due to uh, poor management of, of this whole thing. So I would say that without any robots or even without any digitalization, we could double our productivity. So we could do, build twice as much as we do now just by by planning better, uh, by, by doing um, using some of the, let's say, lean construction techniques and methods. Yeah. Uh, and 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 managing better, so because we have so much waste, uh, process waste, wasted time waiting, and so on. So that's the first step. I I would say that first think about how how to make things um, less wasteful, fa- wastefully, and um, and then uh, robots will help in two ways. I think one is the that we we will see more and more prefabrication offsite construction taking place, so their robots will be naturally used, and and they will, in some in some cases, replace people, uh, and and we can automate that production uh, on on a production line. But on this on the construction side, I would say that they will be more like assistants to the to workers. So they are we we are talking about cobots, collaborative robots who are working in collaboration with people and and that's a that's a huge thing we have to find out how how we can make robots work together with people safely and um and that's that's a thing that uh, needs to be solved but uh but and and in that sense robots will give workers superpowers <laughs> in a way they can they can do more in a in less time and uh and they become more like uh, collaborate. They they become uh, collaborators with robots, I, I, and and that therefore their production productivity will increase, and and that has an impact on on the need of labor. I I don't see that there's any nobody has to fear about losing their jobs bef- because of robots. I, I would see that it it leads to more productivity, increased productivity. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that that's the the main thing, and also. Once we have these data collecting robots uh, uh, in place, they will also help us manage the process uh, um, better and logistics and everything else. So th- that will, uh, again, improve productivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, to me, robotics isn't um,
1: threatening to the, the workforce. It's uh complimentary because it's it's augmenting the ability and the, the power it's making i, I like the, given that the superpowers it's making everybody like little iron man <laughs> walking around that's on the, right uh, the construction site so it's pretty cool yeah. the possibilities that it, it
0: provides yeah yeah and and we have already uh, seen those exoskeletons which are kind of <laughs> yeah. uh, iron man suits uh, uh in a way so they give more strength strength to people and they help them avoid strenuous positions and so on and that that's that's one way of thinking about robotics very physically attached to your body augmenting your body body and 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 so on so that that's that's definitely something that's also going to happen
1: yeah absolutely uh, so as a construction innovation agent how do you encourage others to embrace an innovative and growth mindset
0: um, well, the problem with construction companies in general is that their margin, profit margins are are not so great uh, overall, and that leaves very, leaves very little space for for let's say innovation and thinking outside the box, so to speak. But uh, but I think that when you start start to think about um the transition that is going on in the industry you have to think about it strategically what does it mean to our to to our company that we are digitalizing and and that's i think it starts with the man, uh, top management or or the owners of the company so they have to figure out first of all what what does innovation mean to us what is it uh are we Going to do radical innovations or gradual, organic innovations? Are we going to follow on other steps or or what? What are we going to do? So, I think it's a strategic question first of all, and then you have to involve uh, everybody in, in 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 renewal in a way thinking uh, different uh, differently. Even those field workers and everybody on, on the side, you have to open open gates to ideas, and um, once you have done that, you can ident- start identifying the 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 processes or the the waste in the processes. So I I think that everybody sees that this is not working really smartly. I I'm wasting my time, and and then you start asking why I, why is this happening. And uh, when you get to the root cause, you can start innovating that uh, based on that root cause. So, so it's uh, both from, from the strategic point of view and both from the actual operation, very operational, very hands-on point of view, what you're, uh, how, to, how to start innovating. And um, if I, I've, I've talked to several, let's say, engineering firms who are doing this. They have actually an innovation process They have. It's like any business process. So it's an it's a process inside the company, and it has certain rules, certain roles, and and so on. So that's of course when when you are taking it seriously, you start thinking about innovation processes. You're thinking about project portfolio management, for example, which is a very dear topic to me. And, And 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 that way you in a way bake in innovation in your in your in your company and in your processes. The Bridging the Gap podcast is brought to you
1: by Applied Software. With solutions for the modern project, Applied Software is on a mission to transform industries by empowering clients and championing innovation with real-world expert consultants. Their comprehensive array of solutions for AEC, MEP, and manufacturing has a singular focus, helping you achieve higher performance. With software, training, support, consulting, and custom development, applied software has you covered. Visit ASTI.com and let them know we sent you. Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to be very intentional of making that decision in that mindset that because it there are operating on such small margins, but I, I think that the advantage of adopting the innovative and in, in growth mindset is it allows for that growth or that profit margin to expand over time because you're kind of fundamentally changing how your your structure is and your your model is
0: um yeah yeah i, I was saying that one thing that m- many which is one in a way uh, a real issue is is risk management and how to manage risk and if you start doing something in a new way how do you manage risk of that yeah you, you don't want to fail on any project you want to of course because there is already so much risk involved in construction <laughs> why take more more risk in so uh, and and that is maybe i've seen companies do small scale experiments and scaling up from there and and uh, maybe that's, that's Rather, a cautious way of approaching innovation is sometimes makes sense. but uh, sometimes you also have to do something a little bit more radical and and not think about it as, as something that that's coming from from the uh, management. Alone, so you have to, as I said, involve people in the process and let them innovate and and come up with ideas. Then they also is e- more easily buy in <laughs> on the on the new things and and that's crucial because construction, after all, is very much people centric business, even though we have technology.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was in a, a course a couple of weeks back, and they were talking about. That we need to shift to the mindset of, is it safe to try instead of like, will this fail or is it safe to try and ask yourself that, that it it might not be exactly how you as the the manager or the one making the calls would do it, but is it okay to try? Do you have the kind of the boundaries and this kind of set up a a laboratory for trying different things and experimenting and you're going to be surprised with what works out of that experiments and and what doesn't. And the stuff that doesn't work, you still are kind of fact-finding and learning information while you take the time to kind of debrief and figure out what didn't work and improve on the next project.
0: Mm. And and if talking about robotics, again, I, I would say that those companies, startups, and, and other companies who are developing robotics for the construction industry, they also have to think about, let's say, um, uh think about the industry and, and the realities of, of a construction site and make things as easy as possible and as safe and and let's say fail safe because i've seen in in practice how if something something doesn't work people very sh- quickly lose interest they they don't want to have any extra uh, confusion and any extra delays based because of some some technology so yeah. so make sure that your technology actually works and and don't try to do everything on the first uh, on the first time in the first time so uh, concentrate on the on the most critical things and make them work first and then go on there build up more on based on that yeah i think that's a great point on the the tech
1: side advice to them you you get one bite of the apple in in construction to prove that it works if you're lucky maybe you get a very timid second bite but (laughs) it it better work the first time
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's right yeah Uh, one thing that i i didn't mention or uh, previously was that we are also seeing large construction uh, machinery being robotized so we will see more earth moving things and things like that which are quite intimidating to think about that you have a large huge machine doing some yeah. work on the on the side and, and and even that is happening right now so who knows what we'll see yeah. in the future i i just saw when you say it, it's it's cool and also kind of
1: distressing <laughs> I, I saw a, a customer story where they have the the robotic, uh, all the earth moving equipment that you could possibly think of, and they set it up so that it moves everything overnight. And so they come back and they're ready to start operating because all the holes were dug and everything over the night. Um, they just let the <laughs> let the equipment do their stuff while nobody's there. It's it, it's pretty yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah, that's that's the the same goes with spot. Uh, now I think that the the most uh let's say the least uh let's say the, the easiest way to use spot is that you leave it on the site and when you leave the site during the night the spot will do its work overnight and then in the morning it's done so it doesn't disturb any any workers there or yeah so so uh i think that automation actually extends our work days so yeah Construction becomes twenty four seven.
1: Yeah, kind of it's work. true. It's true. Uh-huh. So, if you could innovate one aspect
0: of the industry, what would you pick? Huh. That's um, what I think is the the core thing is is that we would make waste visible <laughs> in the process. How <laughs> yeah. to, how to make because the 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 whole lean construction idea comes from the uh, Toyota. Uh, Toyota factories and mm-hmm. and they, the, one of the things that they do is make everything very visible. So visible management, how to do that? Is it like uh, traditional uh, paper-based uh, things or is it something virtual, augmented reality perhaps? So that I think that uh, communication again, communicating what's happening Creating the situational awareness of the site for everybody involved, so that that's one thing that it, which makes waste visible, which makes uh, which helps manage the site effectively, uh, efficiently, and effectively. And that's that's something that I I hope to see more and more.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I like it. So, how do people find out more information on what you're doing and connect with you?
0: well i have a blog at aec-business.com so you can find my information there and all the content that we are creating and also i'm on on linkedin as well so i'm happy to connect on linkedin
1: awesome final question for you what does innovation mean to you
0: um innovation innovation means uh it's 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 thinking think uh, it's it's about thinking differently that's probably what innovation means because i have always thought that we have because the technology technology is advancing so fast it's it's accelerating ex- exponentially so so it forces us to think differently so that's perhaps the, the thing that I would say about innovation.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's probably more a mindset than anything else. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Arnie, thanks so much for joining the show. I enjoyed the conversation.
0: Well, it has been a pleasure uh, and uh, always <laughs> nice to exchange ideas with people who, who also are doing a great job in communica- communicating and communication.
1: I appreciate it. We have fun doing it. And now it's time for my Todd takes from this episode. First take, start sharing your construction story and telling others inside and outside the industry all the amazing things that are happening day in and day out in this industry. Second take, robotics offer an interesting bridge between the digital and physical worlds inherent with construction. As robotics and wearables become ever more prevalent on the job site, they serve a valuable job of data collecting. And final take I loved the concept of the cobots that Arnie talked about. That's exactly right. We should think of robots as providing construction workers with superpowers. So embrace your inner Iron Man. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are interested in learning more, you can visit our sponsor, Applied Software at ASTI.com for more information. You can listen to this podcast anytime by simply going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our website, bridgingthegappod.com. As always, I'm Todd Wyant, thanking you for joining us on the Bridging the Gap podcast. Keep innovating. Bridging the Gap is directed and produced by Todd Wyant, edited and produced by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an applied software production. Copyright Applied Software 2021.